Here we are. Matt handled last Sunday, uh, and that was the last Sunday, the final Sunday of, of 2018. Today we tackle the first Sunday of 2019. Hard to believe, isn't it, that we're 19 years past the dreaded Y2K. How many remember the, the Y2K? Remember that? We thought the world was going to come to a grinding halt as all the computers flipped over to double zero at the beginning of the 21st century. Uh, here's here's uh, the cover of the weekly world news. Uh, I love the, the list on the right-hand side. All banks will fail. Food supplies will be depleted. The, the rush on the grocery stores during the panic, they figure. Uh, electricity will be cut off. Stock market will crash. Vehicles using computer chips will stop dead. Telephones will cease to function. Uh, the domino effect will, will uh, cause worldwide depression. Hard to believe. 19 years ago. Now, obviously, we survived that, and we've survived almost two decades since. And every year, there's a mountain to go around. Sometimes we have to go around the same mountain as, as last year. If we didn't learn our lessons, if we didn't pass the test, then we have to take the class over. Our college students understand that principle. So we're all going around a mountain in, in 2019. It may be a brand new mountain, or it may be a return trip around last year's mountain. Now think of this. Some people have been going around the same mountain over and over and over again for years on end. So we have to ask ourselves, what will make this year different from, from last year? What do we need to do different if we want to break the pattern and begin the year on the right foot and, and establish a good direction for 2019? You can turn to Colossians 3, that'll be our point of reference today, Colossians 3, uh, it's in your New Testament, following the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, then there's the book of Acts, the book of Romans, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, and then you've got General Electric Power Company, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, that's where we're going, go eat popcorn is another one, but Colossians, that's where we're hanging out. Now it's in Acts 20.35 where the Bible teaches us that it's better to give than it is to receive. Colossians 3 will give us three things to give. Three things to give that will make 2019 a great year. And none of them are money. So, so relax. Three things to give that will make 2019 a great year. I'm going to read the first 17 verses. Kind of a lengthy passage. But I tell you what. This is a passage of scripture. It's like saying, that's what you say when it's an ugly baby? Hey, that's a baby. <laughs> this is really an amazing passage of scripture. Colossians 3. I'm going to read 17 verses. I'm going to take a drink of this first. All right, I'm ready to rumble. You know, my problem is, and I know I'm, I'm protecting my voice a little bit today, but the worship team starts playing that music. 
And I find myself singing at the top of my lungs. There's something about being in the presence of the Lord. And there's something about worshiping with those of like precious faith, the corporate worship, being here together. There, there's something about it, and, I, and I, I, I have trouble holding back. And uh, I love singing with you and worshiping with you. Colossians 3. If ye then be risen with Christ, see if you can pick out the three gives here, by the way, all right? If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sits at the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above. Set your affection on things above, not on the things of the earth. We could quit right there. For you are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall you also appear with Him in glory. Mortify, therefore, your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry, for which things sake the wrath of God comes upon the children of disobedience, in the which ye also walked sometime when you lived in them. Verse 8, But now ye also put off all these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not to one another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him, where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond or free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, and long-suffering. Forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man has a quarrel against any, even as Christ also forgave you, so do ye. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfection or perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also you are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in the psalms and hymns, spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Whatsoever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. Three gives. Three things to give in 2019. The first give is give up. Give up. That's what it says in verse 5. That's what verse 5 is telling us. It says give up. It says mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth. Fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection which is lust, evil concupiscence which is evil desires, and covetousness which is idolatry. For which things sake the wrath of God comes upon the children of disobedience. Verse 8, But now ye also put off anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds. Mortify the flesh. Let it die. Give it up, man. Give up. 
Give up all the junk. Give up all the garbage. All the stuff that holds us back and the sin that so easily besets us and entangles us and keeps us going around the same mountain over and over again, year after year. Give it up. Let it go. Let it die. I told you this story a long time ago, but it fits here. It's the story of my Uncle Tom and his family. They, they lived in Kansas when I was a, a young boy, and they would come up and visit once a summer. He had four daughters and one son. And they loved the water. I mean, they lived in Kansas. You know, there ain't a, there ain't a lake, you know, for miles. They come to Wisconsin, and they, they love to go to Amnicon Falls and Wisconsin Point and Patterson Park. Well, one year they came, and they rented a cabin. And my Uncle Tom and his only son, Bill, the other four were daughters, decided that they were going to rent a boat, a rowboat, and they were going to row out to the middle of the lake and, and do some fishing, just the two of them. And so they did that. They, they, uh, my Uncle Tom rowed out to the center of the lake. They brought a lunch, and... On the way, my cousin Billy, who was about eight, nine, he said, Dad, can I row? And my uncle, his dad, said, well, you know, it's a lot of work, Bill. He said, maybe, maybe on the way back. They get out to the middle of the lake. They drop anchor. They fish for hours on end, eat their lunch, the lunch that they had prepared. They spend the whole day out there. I could get that. Whoever's formatting Now it's time to head back. And my Uncle Tom reaches for the oars, and my cousin Bill says, Dad, you, you said that I could row back. Can I row back? And he says, you know, it's a lot of work, son. He said, but why don't you go ahead and give it a try? So Billy begins to row, and he's making good progress. My uncle's kind of proud of him, uh, moving right along. But it's a, it's a hot summer day, hot August day, and, and Bill's laboring at some point. And my uncle says, Bill, maybe I should take over. No, you said, you said I could row, Dad. Let me finish. And so he does. He lets them roll a little further. And now the sun's beating down on him. He's perspiring. And, and my uncle's feeling compassionate for his son. Let me, let me take over, Bill. No, I got this, Dad. Let me finish. You said I could. And so now my Uncle Tom's kind of getting proud of him. You know, he's got this stick to He's doing all right. But he's, his face is getting red. His cheeks are all red. It's hot. He's... he's his body, I'm sure, is overheating, but my uncle's cheering him on. Now, you got this, son. You can do it. You can make it. Finally, they get to the shore, close enough to the shore, and my uncle Tom can hop out of the boat and pull the boat in, and it's then that he discovers they left the anchor out. <laughs> he was dragging an anchor. And many of us are rolling through life dragging an anchor. And it takes a toll on us. It slows us down. It hinders us. It saps our strength. And it keeps us from getting to where God wants us to be. We're dragging an anchor. And as we begin 2019, God is telling us, give it up. He's telling us, let it die. He's saying to us this morning, mortify the flesh. Put off anger, malice, evil desires, addiction, idolatry. Get rid of it. Be done with it. You, you have to be tired of the same old stuff. 
You must be tired of circling the same old mountain over and over. It's a new day. It's a new year. Give it up. Let go of the sin that so easily besets us. Give, number one, is give up. The second is forgive. Verse 13 says, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man has a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, even as Christ forgave you, so do ye. Nothing will ruin a year. Nothing will ruin a life like a good old-fashioned grudge. The grudge always feels good in the beginning, doesn't it? I'll show them. I'll, I'll get them. I'll give them the cold shoulder. They don't deserve me to be nice to them. All that feels good. It feels right. It feels just. The sad reality is that when we do that, we raise ourselves up into the place of God. We may, have well, we may as well have uttered the five I wills of Lucifer. When we withhold forgiveness, we're putting ourselves in the place of God. We've decided that we will be the one who will try the case. We'll bring the verdict. We'll dole out the punishment. And we'll administer justice. We've assumed the role of judge, jury, and executioner. We literally put ourselves in the place of God. I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit upon the mount of the congregation. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Meanwhile, the Bible teaches us a different approach. The Bible teaches us to forgive, even as Christ has forgiven us. That means we have to trust God to even the scales. That means we have to trust God to bring about the justice. But it's really all about faith in the realm of Christianity, isn't it? Romans 12, 19 says, Vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. God does not expect you to do the other person's part. He absolutely does expect you to do your part. Romans 12, 18, great verse. It says, if it's possible, as much as lies with you, live in peace, live peaceably with all men. All men. It doesn't say the ones that never offended you. It doesn't say the ones that don't bother you. It doesn't say those who have never offended you or never injured you. It says all people. Live at peace with all people. It's 2019. It's a new year. Choose to forgive. Choose to let it go. You've gone around the mountain of unforgiveness too many times already. It's time to let it go. It may not have been your fault. You may not have done anything to contribute to the situation. Maybe it was all they're doing. So what? You're the one that's been imprisoned by it. Let it go. It's time for a new mountain. It's time for a new challenge. You're going to go around a mountain in 2019. Why not embrace a new adventure? Let's take a new route, a different trail, a path not yet traveled. I'm tired. Church, 
I'm tired of the old mountain. I'm tired of living with unforgiveness. I'm tired of carrying someone else's burden. I'm tired of carrying someone else's load. I'm tired of dragging someone else's anchor. I want to live free. I want to let go of the heartache and the hurt of the past. I may not be able to change what happened, but I don't have to wallow in it either. It's time to let go. It's time to forgive. You may never forget, but that doesn't mean you can't forgive. Corrie Ten Boom was a, a Jewish woman that was held in a Nazi concentration camp during World War II, and it was there that her sister Betsy was killed. Years later, when asked how she could possibly forgive, Corrie Ten Boom said, Forgiveness is an act of the will, and the will can function regardless of the temperature of the heart. Forgiveness is a choice that you need to make in 2019 if you want to pass from what has been to what can be. There's a new mountain to navigate, a new adventure to embrace this year. And it starts with forgiveness. And the final give in 2019 is give thanks. Verse 15 of our chapter says, Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which ye also are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Verse 17, Whatsoever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord, giving thanks. Giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. It seems to me that you are either thankful or entitled. I think entitlement may well be the most unattractive and unpleasant quality that anyone can possess. Thankful people are a joy to be with. Thankful people are encouraging to be around. Thankful people bring out the best in me. Thankful people see the best in life and they see the best in people. They maximize the good things, thankful people, and they put trials in perspective. I find myself gravitating toward thankful people. I just like the way they live life. Entitled people are tough to be around. People who are entitled impose their burden upon others. I leave my time with them disheartened and dejected and discouraged. And, and, and all of this church, now hear me, all of this is strangely detached from the circumstances of life. In fact, some of the most thankful people I know have been dealt pretty lousy hands. Others who are entitled in reality have it made. They just don't see it that way. It was Alphonse Carr who said, we complain because we can complain because rose bushes have thorns or rejoice because thorns have roses. Thankful people see life's beauty. Entitled people see all the problems. It can be said, thankful people are happy people. Entitled people tend to be miserable. We're all going around a mountain in 2019. The question becomes, is it the same old mountain, or are you embracing a new adventure? The three gives, again, number one, give up. Give up. Mortify the flesh. 
Give it up. Let it go. Let go of your sin and your vices and the behaviors that drag you down. Stop dragging an anchor through life. Give it up. If you're unhappy with it, if you're ashamed of it, if you feel guilty, if it causes you angst and shame, then let it go. Get rid of it. Mortify it. Crucify it. Kill it. Starve it. Give it up, man. Give up. The second give, forgive. God forgave you. Let's forgive others. As much as lies with you, live peaceably with all men. Live and let live. Be a relationship builder. It's not your place to judge anyway. So who is it that you need to reach out to? Who are you not right with? And for some of you, a name already popped into your mind. Let 2019 be the year you decide it's time to deal with the past. It's time to deal with the past. Accept a new challenge and circumnavigate a new mountain. It's time to let it go, church. It's time to forgive. And the third give, give number three, is give thanks. There's something about a thankful, appreciative person. A thankful person sees God in everything. They're filled with praise and they're filled with joy. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for He is good, Psalm 107 says. And that's what the thankful person says. This year, we all have a mountain to go around. For some, we've gone around the mountain before. For others, it's uncharted territory. We've never been this way before. Joshua in chapter 3 said, when you see the pre- as they entered the promised land, when you see the priests, he said, carrying the ark of God, follow them. Why? Because you've never been this way before. Listen, it's 2019. And we have never been this way before. So we need to listen to Jesus. We need to obey His Word. And we need to follow the Holy Spirit. I believe, and I believe if we did that, this is what He would say. He would say, give up, let it die. He would say, forgive, let it go. And He would say, give thanks, let it flow. That's right. Lord, It's a new year. It's a new day. I'm tired of the same old mountain. I want something new. I want everything that you have for me. Lord, I don't want to miss out because I'm I'm still learning last year's lessons. I'm still learning lessons from two years ago or four years ago or ten years ago or decades ago. Lord, it's a new day. I I want to go around a new mountain in 2019. Lord, I pray that you'd set us free. Lord, some of us are dragging an anchor, the anchor of sin, the sin that so easily besets us and we pour all of our energy and all of our strength into that. Lord, I pray this would be the year that you would set us free. Lord, that we would just give it up, let it go. Lord, for some, we're still holding on to unforgiveness. We're still waiting for that person to get what they deserve. Lord, I pray that we would take that verse to heart where you said, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Lord, help us to let it go. And help us to live in thanksgiving. That we might see the beauty in life. Instead of all the problems, there's plenty of people out there to point out all the problems. Lord, I want to be the people, I want to be the person that that sees life differently.
that lives life well for the glory of God. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, the psalmist said, for he is good. That's the kind of life I want to live. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to have some more worship. Part of worship is giving. I'm going to call a young lady by the name of Rhonda Miller to the front. We want to show you how easy it is to text to give. So she's going to do that in just a second. I want to remind you that there's a connection card on your program, detachable portion of that. Uh, would you please fill that out? There's lots of places to respond. One section has to do with connect groups. Uh, and then uh, a couple reminders. First of all, January 23rd, which is a Wednesday, we're going to have a blood drive here at, uh, hi. at Central Assembly. It'll be in the gym. And that's a Wednesday, and uh, we'll be giving you more information on this in the weeks ahead, but we're looking to get at least 30 donors. To make this worth their while, we're looking to get at least 30 donors. They really like new givers. If you've never given blood before, uh, this is an opportunity to learn about it. Uh, there's a table out in the foyer even today. Until then, there'll be a table out there. You can ask questions. And... Uh, get on the schedule or whatever it is. And then there's the week of prayer. It begins tonight at 6 o'clock. And it'll be all week long. Every night, 6 o'clock. Most nights will be here in the sanctuary. A couple will be in the youth room because there's other activities here like Celebrate Recovery and worship team practice. Rhonda, show us how to text to give. Is it difficult? Does it take hours? No, I love text to give. And you just basically push your text button. And I happen to have the phone number um, that's listed up there in my contacts. The contact's name is just text to give. So I would go to a new text, and I would type text, because it's in my contacts, and it comes up text to give with the phone number. And now I want to give, so I write give, and then the amount. There's no space. There's no dollar sign. So today I'll give 15, it just says give 15. I enter that and it comes back and says, um, it comes back and says, there we go, you are donating to Central Assembly of God, enter the number of the cause you'd like to give to, number one, tithe, two missions, three, what's next, four, other. I'm gonna just enter the number one, because this is a tithe. I push the little up arrow, it says, please confirm your donation of $15 to tithe, yes or no. I'm going to type yes. Click on that. That enters. And now it says, and now it says, your donation is successfully processed. Do you want to make it a recurring donation? I'm going to say no, because it always changes. I push no. And it comes back, and it'll say, Thanks for your donation. It's that simple. I that, love text to give. That's how easy it is to text to give. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for the offering today. Thank you for the great privilege of, of giving to your kingdom's work. Lord, I pray that you would use this offering to your glory to sustain a gospel presence in the Twin Ports and around the world as we support missions. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, we've got about 10 minutes or so before we come to our traditional end of the service. The worship team's going to play. The altars are open. Come and pray for 2019 that you might be the man, the woman that God has called you to be. Your three gives. Give up. Forgive. Give thanks. God bless you guys.
blessed assurance Jesus is Submission 